morning. Welcome to morning prayer. If you please stand as you are able and join me in our responsive reading, which is morning is Psalm 138, found in your Black Appleton Psalter book on page 68. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Oh, Oh, give thanks to the Lord of Lords, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that by wisdom made the heavens, for his mercy endures forever. To him that made great lights, for his mercy endureth forever. The moon and stars to rule by night, for his mercy endureth forever. Who give food to all flesh, for his mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks unto God heaven, for his mercy endureth The sacred text this morning comes from Genesis chapter 18. 
Abraham looked up and saw three men standing near him. When he saw them, he ran from the tent entrance to meet them and bowed down to the ground. He said, My Lord, if I find favor with you, do not pass by your servant. Let a little water be brought and wash your feet and rest yourselves under the tree. Let me bring a little bread that you may refresh yourselves, and after that you may pass on, since you have come to your servant. So they said, Do as you have said. And Abraham hastened into the tent to Sarah and said, Make ready quickly three measures of choice flour, knead it, and make cakes. Abraham ran to the herd and took a calf, tender and good, and gave it to the servant, who hastened to prepare it. Then he took curds and milk and the calf he had prepared and set it before them. And he stood by them under the tree while they ate. They said to him, Where is your wife Sarah? And he said, There, in the tent. Then one said, I will surely return to you in due season, and then your wife Sarah shall have a son. One Saturday a month, in the sanctuary of the Methodist Church in Halle, Germany, is transformed into a repair cafe. Together, the congregation deconstructs everything in the sanctuary. They take down their rows of chairs and set up work tables full of sewing machines, work lights, and of course, there's a table full of cookies, cakes, and tea and coffee. At 2 p.m., people, both Germans and refugees alike, bring broken items to be repaired with help from others who are skilled in different kinds of repairs. A mother and daughter from Syria mend torn curtains for their new home in the city with the help of a German member of the congregation. A German man brings a lamp to be fixed and sits together with men from all over the world to repair it. Young Germans sit together with young men from Syria and practice German patiently with him. The room is filled with different languages as people greet one another and assist each other in these repair projects. By 5 p.m., most items have been repaired and the Germans and refugees join together again to return the sanctuary to its necessary layout for worship the following morning. <coughs> this describes just one of the scenes and the many different ways I witnessed churches in Germany reaching out to welcome the flood of refugees in their communities in 2016. Again and again, I was struck by the radical nature of hospitality. Hospitality is not simply kind or polite. It is transformative and subversive. In times when our world feels, feels shrouded in fear and divisiveness, welcoming the other, the one that is different from us, affirms our shared humanity and assures us that differences are not inherently scary. Indeed, it is not only refugees that we must be welcoming, but all those who may be different from us. Providing hospitality at our borders, in our communities, and in our sacred sanctuaries is a powerful statement of reconciliation, and it's vital work for the transformation of the world. Just as the sanctuary of the Methodist Church in Halle, Germany, is transformed once a month to welcome refugees, the people who came together in that space participate in transformative acts. We, too, are called to transform our spaces to welcome those that may be different from us in a number of ways. In doing so, we open ourselves and our community to the possibility of greater transformation. Engaging and working with the other forces us to constantly reimagine what our communities could look like, 
the ways they could be safer, more peaceful, and more just for all. After Abraham welcomed the strangers, his life did not continue unchanged, but rather new life was brought into his world in the form of a son. In the same way, practicing radical, transformative hospitality in our lives and our sacred spaces can breathe new life into our communities. Let us pray the Lord's Prayer on the reverse of your order of worship. Our Father, who art in heaven,
May the Lord of joy, our Redeemer and Sustainer, take us through this day, so we may be the light that shines everywhere we go. Amen.